you are very welcome back to a brand new episode of Marketing in the Mornings, our podcast full of hotel marketing tips from ourselves here at NetAffinity. My name is Susan Scott-Lennon, and it is great to be back for another episode of the podcast this week. So this week's topic, we're going to be talking about working with nano and micro influencers. So something kind of different. So where to start? Essentially, what is a nano and micro influencer? They're basically influencers that have a niche, kind of smaller, more engaged following. That's more like a community rather than, I don't know, like a mass following per se. So you kind of be looking at, you know, a nano influencer would have, say, one to 10K followers, and then a micro influencer would have our 10K to 100K, say. So the trend of influencer marketing has seen consistent growth in the last few years with its roots tying into traditional word of mouth advertising. It makes it a really lucrative marketing strategy for hoteliers to dip into in order to grow your brand awareness and drive more direct bookings. So it's it's really about like it's or it's not so much about sales per se, but it's about growing that base audience um, and then hopefully obviously getting sales from there. As I said, I touched on it a few seconds ago, but there are three types of influencers that we look at. So as I said, you've nano, which are the smallest, one to 10K followers, micro, which is 10 to 100K followers, and then you have your macro influencers, which is 100K above. Uh, But as I said, the two for hotels to kind of look at, I know you would think it's best to go after the macro influencers, so the ones with the big, big followings, but actually it's better for hotels to look at nano and micro influencers because they tend to have higher rates of like trust and authenticity. Yes. Yeah, so as I said, when it comes to influencer marketing, bigger is actually not always better um, because those smaller influencers tend to be more credible. Uh, so especially when it comes to the likes of staying in a hotel, uh, they have more influence in the purchasing decisions of their followers than a larger influencer. Some considerations to be aware of when working with nano or micro micro influencers. So the first is authenticity. So before you decide to work with an influencer, you know, you need to analyze their content, take a look at it, go through their posts, kind of figure out what their brand is, you know, do their posts mainly consist of sponsored brand posts? If so, their followers are probably more likely distrusting of their authenticity and maybe they're questioning about whether they're only promoting products to get paid. So the key is to find an influencer who appears to care about and is invested in the brands they work in. Again, quality is better than quantity in this case. Another consideration is engagement. So one of the major benefits of working with smaller influencers is that their engagement and conversion rate is very high. And that's because obviously they have lower followers, so they have more time to engage with them than, say, someone who has a million plus followers. They can't respond to everyone. Um, so their follow so followers of the smaller influencers tend to trust them and are more likely to engage with the content they post because they feel like they're more likely to get an engagement back, essentially. Another consideration then is content. So goes without saying, but it's so important. Are they posting content that aligns with your hotel's brand? Your chosen influencers and their content has to align with your desired demographic and their interests. So make sure you check for this. Like to put that into context for a hotel, you know, if you're going after, say, an influencer, but your biggest market is families, and this is an influencer with no children, 
or, you know, that 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 loves to party and is, is out all the time. Maybe that's not the best match. Maybe it would be better to go for an influencer, maybe that has children and, and, and promotes, you know, family related products that, you know, mums are more likely to follow than someone who doesn't. Um, that's just an example off the top of my head. But that's the kind of idea. Make sure that the influence that you choose to promote lines up with your brand, be it they're a massive foodie and they're always eating at, at these lovely restaurants. Maybe you want to promote your restaurant that bit more, um, whatever it is, they could be really into the gym and you want to promote your leisure center. Um, just make sure that, you know, the goal that you want to, or the thing that you want to promote lines up with the things that that chosen influencer promotes before they work with you basically. And then uh, another consideration to bear in mind, it goes, I'd say again, but just to mention is obviously cost. So the cost of working with an influencer is generally linked to their following. So the more followers, the more expensive, essentially, Uh, which is good because it means that smaller influencers tend to be more affordable and they also have a greater ROI due to their relationship with their followers. So it's kind of win-win, like they're cheaper to work with than, say, a massive influencer with over a million followers but also they tend to have higher engagement rates so that's why we definitely recommend going with people that have smaller followings rather than the massive massive influencers so this is all fair and well but how can you actually go and find these influencers so firstly take a look at your own following say on instagram or facebook whatever it is uh, to identify potential influencers that you could work with if they're already following you then they most likely are already plugged in already to what your target audiences are and what you're all about. If you don't find anyone that way, search for relevant hashtags. That can also help you identify suitable influencers. And then while they're not necessary, social listening tools like falcon.io, Agora Pulse or BuzzSumo can help you identify potential influencers to work with as well. Also, our good friend Google is helpful here. You know, Google's small influencers based in wherever, um, fam- small family influencers based in whatever, like, you know, you could get lucky and find someone relevant there as well. Uh, so just kind of play around with it. Maybe try all of those options and uh, you're no doubt will come up with someone that uh, is a good match for you. Also talk to your friends and family, talk to customers you know, there's hundreds of different ways you can find these influencers. And then it's just a case of reaching out, sending them a message and seeing, are they interested in working with you? So in conclusion, uh, for today's podcast, as I said, it was all kind of focused around influencers, particularly nano and micro influencers, and kind of the benefits of potentially working with these influencers in terms of brand awareness and just general exposure. The main thing to remember is that an influencer's engagement is far more important than their reach. So with a solidly designed and researched strategy, working with nano and micro influencers can actually have tremendous power in terms of, you know, your hotel's visibility and then in turn driving more direct bookings. It's one of those things that you only know will work if you test it out or not. Some hotels do really well off influencers, some don't. So food for thought for this week. That is it for this week's podcast. I enjoyed that one. Um, as always, I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you listen to us on. And as always, I will be back next week with a brand new topic. Until then, stay safe and I will talk to you all very, very soon. Bye for now.